It's the Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast, featuring stories of royals, scandals, and true crime. Here are your hosts, Carrie and Larissa. Hello, welcome to Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast. I am your host, Carrie. And I am Larissa. Hello, everyone. You got news for us. Let's Let's I dive got right some, in. We don't have a good segue in the beginning, but I know. <laughs> let's we we can do the trumpet again if you. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a bad one. I have some hot hot news straight off the presses. I heard from a friend, Joe Francis, that they finally arrested his wife in Mexico because he had been she had been charged with kidnapping. She's been kidnapping the girls and moving them from place to place. He hasn't seen them in two years. They arrested her. He was actually at the courthouse on his birthday. That's insane. And I remember, I think I heard him on a podcast where I read it. Like he had some domestic stuff, but he said that she set him up or whatnot. But if the police are involved because she was extorting money or she was stealing money from him Yes. In Mexico, I think it's pretty serious. Like, I just don't think the police wouldn't get involved if they didn't have evidence. Well, and it's serious when they put an ankle monitor on you in Mexico, because I don't think they put an ankle monitor on anyone in Mexico. Am I right? No, I don't think so either. (laughs) What is an ankle monitor? You know? Yeah. I don't know. So uh, has he seen his girls? Do you know? or No, he still hasn't seen them. So we should have him on just to give us an update. I'll try and get a hold of him, see if he wants to come on. Yeah. I hope he even knows where they are. I know. That's the thing. I'm worried that, well, I don't think she could hide them again. Maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe she sent them to to the U.S. I have no idea. And then another headline that's been out there that I'm very fascinated with. And something tells me that you probably have some sort of connection or you know somebody related to this. And I don't know why the press isn't really talking about this. Kamora Lee. Do you remember when she Kimora had her? Lee Simmons? Yes. Do you remember when she had a reality show? Was it just Girl, me? I used to be at Cannes with her every year. She's a nightmare to deal with. Really? Oh my God. Yes. Reality is about to hit Kamora Lee Simmons. I think I'm like a normal everyday person. I have issues and kids and family and jobs to juggle and balance. She's a model. Why don't you eat something? I can't. I'm on a diet. What do you propose I eat? She's a mom. You put that jewelry in that oatmeal? Not quite a soccer mom. And she's a mogul. Who said the meeting was at 4 o'clock? I'd like to know so I can fire them. Every year I would go to Cannes and um, either cover it for E or just like after I left E, I was helping get film financing for a few different companies. And I had a friend who would throw the Amfar benefit every year. He would have that party on his list. And every year, Kamora Lee would be there. But the last year I went, I think it was either during, after, before, it was right around the time she was divorcing Russell. She had her daughters with her who were adorable. But we were at the same hotel. And this woman was a nightmare. I just remember her assistant's like saying out loud, like, we can't do anything right. We can't find the right dress for her. We can't find this for her. And the weird thing is, is she was going through a little bit of a weight transition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she wanted to be fitting into these like size double zero gowns for this benefit. And they were telling her, it's physically not possible to do that without reconstructing the entire gown. 
Yeah. So she was, she was a nightmare. She's just so high maintenance. Oh my God. By the way, I read that article and it had way too many consonants in it for me. (laughs) Every freaking name was just consonant. I couldn't make it through. I couldn't figure out how to pronounce anyone's name. Uh, Yeah. Welcome to the show because I never know how to pronounce people's names. So she, this is what I don't understand. She's with a guy right now. She's been with a guy since what, 2014? Tim Leisner who was a a banker at Goldman Sachs and she married him, but apparently he had never divorced his two previous wives. He would just get married without actually divorcing. He would Photoshop the paperwork and just move on to the next wife. Is that, is that what I'm understanding here? In today's pop of love, Kamora Lee Simmons was catfished by the man she called her husband. While testifying in the trial of a former co-worker, Tim Lesnar, yes, Tim Lesnar is his name, admitted he convinced Kimura that he was single by posing online as his then-wife. He sent Kimura fake emails for years and even fudged the divorce papers, honey. Now, Kimura and Tim got married in 2014, and she had two kids with him. But according to her lawyer, they're now estranged. We reached out to Kamora for comment, but we have not heard back. I mean, this story is pretty crazy. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, and didn't she have? She had a baby with him. Okay, well, they adopted one. And- I always get his her relationship with this guy mixed up with Tyra Banks when she had one. Yeah, with another dude that was supposed to be some sort of professional CEO or whatever. So it sounds like they had a child together and they adopted a child. Oh, wow. I, I'm kind of surprised that, well, she was a good mom, or at least on the show she was. She seemed involved. Her kids She's were definitely cute. involved with her kids, for sure. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing if you're a narcissist. But. So she, there's a guy named Tim Le- Leisner. He was an ex-Goldman Sachs banker. And he's been on trial and he said he twice faked divorce to marry his next spouse. So he's bullying polygamous a bigamist sorry i said polygamous what is the word when you've already been married not bigamist i think it is bigamy really okay i'm i'm probably getting that confused with big with a bigot or something and he used photoshop document to wed reality star kimura lee so he uh said he faked them both in u.s and china and he first married this Judy Chan. He wanted to marry this woman, Judy Chan, another analyst at Goldman in 2000, while he was married to somebody else. And so he faked mm-hmm. that. And then in 2014, he has two sons with Kamora Lee, but he photoshopped divorce documents to then marry Ma- marry her. From Raza Roshan or someone? Another. By the way, they're all entwined in this yeah. $4.5 billion Malaysian government money scheme. I mean, this is the biggest money laundering. I know we're talking about it. It's like insane. And it's, you literally need like a bulletin board, you know, Sherlock Holmes style trying to figure out how to connect all the dots and who's who. No, it's crazy. Yeah. He said he had a decade long affair with a former client, Rohana Rozhan. Yes. That's and the he's fessing to this as he's testifying against somebody. And then this Rozhan, she blackmailed him to buy her $10 million home in London. Like yeah. she couldn't off, like, you know, get rid of this real estate. So she's like, I'm going to expose you if you don't buy my house. 
from me. And then he he said he said he stole from Lowe. Who was Lowe? That's another person. Oh, that that's the money. Oh, J Lo, but it's Joe Lowe. It's not J Lo. Oh, it's, okay. the, it's the <laughs> Malaysian guy who has all this money. He stole fifty million from him to buy a boat and part of a Milan soccer team, which is it's ridiculous. So this Lowe guy, Joe Lowe, J Lo, he's he's the one like he's the fraudster who's getting all this money from Malaysia. He's like, he wants to be a celebrity. So he shows up at the Wolf of wall street premiere. He gets yachts. He's always inviting movie stars on his yachts. He even paid, um, God, what celebrity did he, did he pay to, to, Oh, he, he also dated Miranda Kerr and he, (laughs) she was forced to surrender $8 million in jewelry that Lowe gave her. I didn't realize it, but the Judy Chan that I mentioned, yeah. she's actually runs Grace Vineyard, which is China's first family owned winery. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. They, and it said when they got married, this reporting said that the feast included suckling pigs with electric lights flashing in their eye sockets. That's pretty classy. <laughs> Keep it classy. Chan. So is he still Keep with Maura Lee? Yeah. Well, isn't he going to jail? He met her in business class. He missed it on a flight to Hong Kong. Wouldn't you just get on your BBJ, your Boeing business jet? Why would you be in business class? If you're that rich, why would you be in business class? I'm just saying. Yeah. I just am wondering where Kamora Lee is with all this. Like where, where is she? I don't know. Cause I would think she'd have a lot of ego to like want this to get out. But the thing is, is none of these marriages are legal now, except his first one, right? So his marriage to Kimura is not legal. Yeah, that's true. If if she... So even if he goes to jail uh, or and she could get any sort of money from him, she can't because it's not a legal marriage, right? She got a, quite the settlement from Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. She got... She did. She got swindled on this one. Yeah, I think she got who scowled. She totally got a who scout on this one. I don't know if she's going to come back from this one. You know, she's got two babies at home and the girls are all grown up, but I don't know if she's going to bounce back because she's entitled to nothing that she may owe money because, you know, if he's, he's wound up in this embezzlement scam, then I'm sure they're going to come after him. Now I'm from the Midwest and I'm just <laughs> sharing my feelings. Good afternoon. I am Brian Rabbit, Acting Assistant Attorney General for the Department of Justice's Criminal Division. We are here today to announce enforcement actions of historic significance. This morning, the department filed criminal charges in New York against the Goldman Sachs Group and its Malaysian subsidiary, charging each with conspiracy to violate the anti-bribery provisions of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. These charges stem from Goldman Sachs's central role in a massive global scheme to loot billions of dollars from the government-run Malaysian investment fund known as 1MDB and the subsequent use of those funds by senior Goldman bankers and their co-conspirators to pay billions of dollars in bribes to senior government officials around the world. Goldman Sachs Malaysia pleaded guilty to those charges just a short while ago, and its parent entity, the Goldman Sachs Group, has entered into an agreement with the Department of Justice deferring prosecution on those charges for three years, provided certain conditions are met. In a reflection of the seriousness of the bank's conduct, 
Today's resolution includes the largest monetary penalty ever paid to the United States in a corporate criminal foreign bribery resolution and requires the bank to pay a total of over $2.9 billion in criminal fines, penalties, and disgorgement. Trying to see, have you seen the lip trick on TikTok where you take eyelash glue and you glue your upper lip like that and it makes you look like you got injections? Oh my gosh. Women are trying to shake their heads. Sorry. <laughs> it's just having. You remember when they used to say that Kylie didn't get lip injections? She just did her makeup different. Do you think I should do it? No, you're fine. So you got to be careful because when you get COVID or anything, your face blows up. Oh, I know. I know. I totally know. It. It's weird. It has now become an immune response. If I start to get like any sort of, like Jake got a cold mm-hmm. and I could feel myself on the bubble of trying to get a cold and I didn't, but I have to tell you this part of my lips started to go numb and started to swell a little bit. I honestly think it's an immune response now. I could see that. I think so too. So fucking weird. Excuse me. Did you, so I know you recently, you had your gala really. And it's, and to me now I associate it with Tiger Woods. What do you think about him? He's coming back. Girl, if Tiger Woods wins the masters, this will be the greatest comeback story of all time. Just for him to even be playing a little over a year after his accident, they never thought he would play golf again, mm-hmm. period. Like they they barely thought he would walk again. I don't know how he's doing that. I don't know. I mean, my husband tore his bicep and it was a year long journey just to be able to like lift weights again. And Tiger's full on playing in the masters, competitive golf in the masters. I, I can't even believe this. I mean- I don't know. It'll be an amazing comeback story. I asked my son about this this morning. I said, is it exciting that Tiger's playing? He's like, yeah. I go, would you be happy if he won? And he goes, I would be static. It's very weird because for kids, they don't really know about his past because they're too young. Yeah, They see the glossy side Mm -hmm. of Tiger. And especially for Jake, like Tiger's son is the same age as Jake and he plays golf. And there's a certain like camaraderie you feel Mm -hmm. you know if you're a little young golfer and you see other kids playing it's not so much it's weird it's a competitive sport but you just you just are happy to see someone else who likes golf he doesn't know the ambient ihop parking lot no (laughs) tiger woods he he doesn't know elon beating the shit out of his car he doesn't know any of that so we'll just keep it that way when he's older i'll let him know tiger's history he said to me, I think I'm going to give up golf and I'm going to get in the Navy SEALs. That adrenaline rush, it becomes like a drug and you're looking for that next hit. For the squeakiest celebrity on earth, that spelled trouble. Here he was in my bed and he was my tiger. Breaking news that will rock the world of sports. Tiger built himself up to be more than he was. I have made you question who I am and how I could have done the things I did. Have you taken any medications? Why don't you go ahead and hop out for me real quick? What has Tiger done to Tiger Woods? I was cracking up this morning about the post that Jody sent us about that judge. Oh my God, right? Mm -hmm. I say the judge because you just see her picture on the cover, but 
I'm married and I have my sugar daddy. Mother is released from death penalty jury for Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz because she's too busy with husband, man she's having an affair with, and her kids. But they never show the woman. I want to see how hot she is. True. I mean, the like, what does it take to get a sugar daddy? Yeah. Shouldn't you have a sugar daddy? Oh, me? I mean, shouldn't we all? Have yeah, it? I know. For real. Uh, I am curious if her husband knew she was having that affair. Well, he knows now because it's in the Daily Mail, right? Yeah. He's like, uh, did you, didn't you just get called the other day for jury duty? Yeah. You told me you had to uh, work and now I'm finding out about your sugar daddy. Hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm. And curious. work by work. I mean, work. <laughs> <laughs> she works hard for money. For real. She works hard. Sorry. I'm so bored right now because all the news, everything's about Kardashians trying to push that, you know, their new Hulu series. Oh, I can't stand it. Do you think that Kim's relationship with Pete is, uh, is for, for clicks? You think it's a real thing? I mean, I'm sure there's some of it going on. I think she's following Courtney. I was like, my grandma told me that you really live life when you have sex in front of the fireplace. And so we had sex in front of the fireplace in honor of you. Yeah, you heard that right. If I see Courtney's fucking tongue one more time going into Travis Barker's throat, I'm going to vomit. Oh, right here with you. Like, it, it, do you follow Lee Radswell on on Twitter? I love that account. <laughs> oh my God, Lee has a piece of my heart. <laughs> Posted a picture of Courtney and their tongues clashing at some event. And I just had the little vomit emoji all over the place because it was, uh, yeah, I can't, first of all, by the way, Joe dated her too, Joe Francis. Yeah, I know. I want to, I want details on that. She's, she's a little boring. Mm -hmm. And I think the only way she can really stay relevant, relevant, Mm -hmm. relevant, (laughs) relevant is by doing shocking things. And I don't know. I mean, who wants to see their mom like making out with not the dad? A, I wouldn't want to see that anyway, but but like really just not even like a little peck. It's just like, uh, no, I totally agree. The other thing about that whole about the kids speaking of, and I'm, you know, I know they're really involved parents and all that. Like, I'm not knocking their parenting, I'm knocking the. I'm just yeah. making an observation on their environment. What do you think it's like for them? Because their parents' career is basically all social media. What What is that life like? Everything being documented all of the time. Well, I think like North, the first daughter, right? The eldest daughter that Kim has. I think she's really big into social media now too. I, here's the thing. That family knows the importance of staying relevant, Right. They make their money off of staying relevant. Uh, now they're making money off of, you know, Kim has the Skims line, which I understand is actually pretty good. Um, I have to admit, I bought Kim's eyeshadow and I love it. Oh, <laughs> it's that, it's that bad. But I love Kim is that Kardashian like West. KKK or KKW. Okay. Yeah, I love her eyeshadow. You know, Kylie's got the lip thing, but the whole reason they got all of these things is by staying in the public eye, you know, being on the show social media, it all plays into their brand. They can't let that brand go or else they don't make money. Yeah. I mean, I don't see them going away anytime soon. 
No, we'll be watching them. T- I mean, I don't, I don't watch the show. I think I've watched like two episodes and uh, I worked on a couple of episodes in the very beginning, but I just, I can't imagine it staying very interesting. Like it's just like the teen mom series. I'm so over it now. I can't even sit through an episode. They're just, I'm like, come back in 10 years when you're like really washed up and battling with, you know, the, the teenagers, then it might be more interesting, but it's so boring. So did you work on their show when they lived in the old house? Like when it very first started? A couple episodes when they were very first started, first season. Well, did you realize they were going to blow up? Mm, I kind of knew they were because Kim had the sex tape, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And she was at all the parties, every party that I would go to, every club scene that I would go to, they would enter as an entourage. Yeah. And they got really close with Joe at that time. And he was, you know, getting them into the, a lot of these things. And they were just always an entourage. It, I mean, minus the two little ones. It was yeah. the three older ones. It was Courtney, Chloe, and Kim. The first season, you know, I kind of thought they would, it was just, it was right for the time. And that's one thing I can say about them is they've always transitioned with the times they've stayed relevant and always, they don't, they're not stuck in their ways. They are always on the precipice of what's new and interesting. And so I don't think they're going to get old for some people. So Caitlin, previously known as Bruce Jenner, was he at the time I'm saying he, not she, she previously, he, Mm -hmm. Did Chris, did she like bully him, him at that time? I'm saying him because at that time. I mean, we saw it on TV. I think she did. But did you see it when you were there? I didn't really see much of them interacting. I come back into the house and the snake, Chris, has snuck out. She's afraid to confront me. (laughs) What are you doing? Cleaning my helicopter off. Why are you in here cleaning it? Mom uh, kicked me out of the garage. So I got to clean this thing. That's not fair. That's like your space, your little cave. He always seemed like he didn't want to be there or like an outlier. Well, things had to be the way Chris wanted. Even to this day, it's mm-hmm. it's the way Chris wants it. Uh, plain and simple, even on the show. I believe that it's it's she's got the final say. She's an executive producer, but I think... I th- and I think her daughters still ultimately hand over that power to her. I think so too. I mean, she's a very great businesswoman. She kind of made them. Yeah. And, but it's still kind of weird to like capitalize on like your daughter's sex tape and stuff. I know. I know. God, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, she's, she kind of made them what they are. So I guess they owe her. I don't know. From the first season, because I remember I did watch some of the first season or like I remember there was a stripper pole in the bedroom to spice things up. And you saw, I think, Kylie and Kendall swinging on it. Who were you looking at that was like, ah, they don't probably have it as much as the other girls do or. I always thought it was Kylie. Because she was kind of like, I mean, she was so young at the time. Honestly, the two younger ones were just like a side note. It was just yeah. like the yeah you could see they would in the first few seasons they were not they were not really relevant at all. It was just like yeah. two young kids running around, and I was shocked when Kylie you know had that big transformation and started mm-hmm. her lip line. She's the one who actually deserves the most credit probably because she built her social media following and capitalized off of that. 
with the whole Mm -hmm. lip thing. I mean, she kind of reinvented the wheel there. Everyone else took the stepping stones. She just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I think Kendall's more of an outlier. Definitely robber. She's definitely, I don't think she wants to be lumped in with any of them. She's doing it because it's a paycheck, yeah. but she wants to be known as a supermodel, which by the way, no, no offense to Kendall, but when she first started, she was not a supermodel. No, she was nothing special. I, you can't tell me that the, yeah, she's a very basic. That the door wasn't open for her because of her name. And the other thing is too, is do you, I always wondered if Kylie and Kendall always wished their last names were Kardashian too. Mm, maybe in the beginning, but now I think they've built their own thing on Jenner. So I don't know. The other thing about the other thing about Kendall is she was not Hadid level pretty for the longest. She, I, to, in my opinion, she still is not Hadid level mm-hmm. pretty. But where's Gigi Hadid? Is she just raising her daughter now, or is she doing camping? Yeah, she was recently on the. Uh, she was doing a fashion show. I know that. I think her sister's been taking more of the limelight lately. Yes, because I saw a little article about her little surgeries that happened. Yeah, I definitely think Yolanda was definitely a stage mom. Oh, yeah. I always think it's interesting about how the Jenners had, it was like six degrees of separation. Like his ex-wife was with Elvis, had the boys, but then she also was with Dave Foster. It's amazing to me how, what a closer, tight-knit community it ends up being. Like really tight-knit. You know, if anyone has a social disease or sexually transmitted disease, then they all have Chill, darling. As far as the second part of uh, your question about the the players who have chosen to go to live and and to play on um, to play there, I I disagree with it. Um, I think that uh, what they've done is they've, they've turned their their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. Um, some players have never got a chance to even experience it. Uh, they've they've gone right from the amateur ranks right into you know that organization, um, and never really got a chance to to play out here and, and what it feels like to play a tour schedule or, or to um, play in some big events. And you know who knows what what's going to happen in the near future with world ranking points. Um, the criteria for entering major championships. Um, the, the, the governing body's going to have to figure that out. And I, some of these players may, may not ever get a chance to play major championships. And that is a possibility. Uh, we don't know that for sure yet. It's up to the, all the major championship bodies to make that determination. But that is a possibility that um, some players will never ever get a chance to play in a major championship, never get a chance to experience this right here. Um, I walked out in the fairways at Augusta National. I mean, uh, that, that to me, I, I just don't, I, I just, to me, I just don't understand it. Still too early to go to Tiffany's. I guess the next best thing is a drink. never be the woman with the perfect hair who can wear white and not spill on it. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up.
dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Hey, it's me again, and you thought you probably had enough of my voice by now. Just a quick reminder to find us and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss Intrigue Pod. Follow us on Pinterest and Flipboard, where we collect featured stories from across the internet of royalty, chronicles of interesting events in history, and of course, true crime. Lastly, check out our YouTube channel because everyone has one, right? That features playlists of documentaries and other related segments from our podcast topics. And if you want to hit us up, check out MissDeedsAndIntriguePodcast.com. But we don't have a complaints department, just to give you a little heads up. Podcaster or authors assumes no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. The information contained on this podcast is an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, or timeliness. A reasonable amount of effort was made to deliver precise data. All views expressed by the podcast hosts or guests co-hosts are their own and do not necessarily represent the opinion of any entity whatsoever with which Carrie misdeeds or intrigue podcast or larissa have been am now or will be affiliated the content of this podcast is for personal informational and entertainment purposes only and is not to be viewed for commercial use misdeeds and intrigue podcast respects the intellectual property of others any audio clips that were not generated by the podcast host or producer was pulled from the public domain free use sites and or from youtube or other authorized sites to gather information The utmost effort was made to credit the author and or production. If at any time you feel that copyright was infringed, please email Carrie at misdeedsandintriguepodcast.com and immediate action will be taken to remove the audio clips that were present for entertainment purposes only.